I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. Did you say that, Carl? What a guy. That's it. I want to clear some things up here. Oh? This is a stupid show. And that is a stupid, stupid suit. And I don't want to see it no more. Well, hello out there. Hello out there in podcast land. This is show number 12 of the Tom and Perry Music Show. And there you are, Tom. How are you? I'm fine, my friend. How are you doing? I'm feeling groovy. Feeling groovy. Wow, show 12. Show number 12. Yep. X11. Yeah. And this is a stupid, stupid show. (laughs) And I don't want to hear it no more. (laughs) Perry, the best is when he heaves it out the window. Then there's a beat. Then you hear the car crash down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they throw us. Now, that's a, if, oh, if I would think this stupid thing, <laughs> I just remove it. Good stuff. Good stuff, sir. So tonight, Tom, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about, okay. hey, I know that song. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, I know that song. <laughs> hey, well, there's the inflection. Hey, I know that song. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then we're going we're, we're gonna to do this thing we like to do. We're like, we listen to cover songs, and yes. we decide whether they're good covers, shitty covers. Uh, the categories you know. are shitty cool or strange <laughs> or strange or or yeah interesting or yeah well interesting strange. Yeah, yeah. Yep. any any word we can come up with for it. yep oh right oh, and that's always good talk a little bit about nick drake oh yes mr nick drake yeah the goodness. old uh the old uh, late singer songwriter nick drake oh, that we've Pink all heard moon. about but i've been really getting into him lately excellent excellent and i have some samples of his songs and um if we have time later on, we'll talk about a couple other stray subjects or whatever, Excellent. right? Always, always. It's always about the music here in the Tom and Perry Music Show. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I know you like you like music. So what do you know about Nick Drake? Do you know anything about Nick Drake? I mean, you know, that yeah, he's an you know, guy and always with yep, strange and, tunings, right? Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, I heard that Volkswagen commercial just like everybody else. And um, that was actually mm-hmm. the impetus for me to go out and buy the first one. That was over 20 years ago. And really? uh, I went out and bought Pink Moon, which is great. It's his masterpiece. It's him and a guitar. You know, it's a yeah. half hour long. And that's you know, his last album. Yeah. His yeah. last album. Yeah, he only know? made three. That's what that's I find these things interesting. Really? Guy made three records. Right. Three. Right. Five leaves left. Brighter which later. Which is cool because there's like a band on a few of those songs. You know, Richard Thompson's and on Richard that one Richard Thompson song. and uh, a bass player, they would have just yep. to, the, the, Joe Boyd, the producer, by the way, yep. would bring him into uh, Joe Boyd, who produced, what, the first two Pink Floyd singles? Um, Arnold Wayne and... Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, very, yes. And what was the other one? I forgot. Uh, Arnold uh, Lane. <laughs> and the other one and yeah. the other one we're stumped <laughs> the other one written by uh written by another uh, sort of contemporary of his right is uh sid barrett sid barrett yeah yeah in fact some of the people that are influenced by nick drake are also influenced by sid barrett yes but anyway you know he uh He's uh let's you know let me play a sample of some uh, Nick Please. Drake songs. Here's the one I think this one was from that that Volkswagen commercial 20 20 or so years ago. 
you know, and this is probably the one you heard. Oh, this and, is fantastic! This is just it, it's the strange tunings that get me, and I love his voice too. I'm getting I'm getting for, a little Nick Drake kick lately. So let's just first listen song. to uh, Pink Moon. So I written on a so it say Pink Moon is on its way None of you stand so tall Pink Moon and I get you That's moving, isn't it? Oh yeah. I love in the middle. In the middle of the song he just goes ping 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 moon, right? <laughs> I mean, this is just great. Let me let me get Tom I, I get emotional when I hear this stuff. <laughs> Few more seconds. <laughs> How lovely is that? Oh my god! <laughs> That's something you and I would do if we wrote a song, right? Oh my god! Hell yeah! Wow! Oh, what Nick a Drake, masterpiece! Pink Barry. Moon. Yeah, went to Cambridge oh, no. University. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or okay. a school at Cambridge. Right, right. Yeah. It came from a little money, no? I don't know about that. I, I'm okay. sure, you know, he had. Uh, I don't know all the particulars either. He, I gotta, I'm well, not going to lie to you. He had some either. issues with depression, severe okay. depression. And, you know, and he was not happy. He did not like performing live. Right. And he wasn't, well, I, I, you can say that he wasn't enamored with, re, re, you know, with uh, playing live, but he never liked the way he sounded, I suppose. Oh, dear. Live, yeah. Just one of those souls, man. Just one of yeah. those people in music that you, you come across, and it's just like. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, 1969, <laughs> first album. 1971, second album. 1972, third and final album. There was a compilation after that. But how about we hear another one? Please. Let's hear this one's called Hazy Jane 2. All right. And uh, one of these might remind you of Joni Mitchell a little bit because of the strange tunings, which I think is cool. Nice. Now that you know, just that that reminds me of Joni Mitchell, oh and they God. probably use some of the same strange tunings on the guitar <laughs> yeah. too, right? <laughs> it sounds so good. Man. Nice little horn, nice little oh, touches, yeah. nice production work, right? Yeah, yeah. You so know, his I songs... believe that was Joe Boyd again. Yeah. 
he was like the impresario behind him, you know. And um, Perry, did I told you about that um, book that I was reading about the year nineteen seventy one. You uh, you mentioned it, but and, let's go uh, into it again. Would have uh, no, no. It's just that he mentions, you know, Nick, Nick Drake, Drake, you know, and he talks in like a very clubby way. You know, it's like, oh, meanwhile yeah. the Stones were in the South Rand. You know, he talks that way. Yeah, and he's like, and you know, Nick Drake dropped off the, you know, it's like October nineteen seventy one. He's going like month by month. He's like, and you know. In October, Nick Drake dropped off the tapes and was never seen again, or something stupid like that. Now that's yeah, not yeah. that's not what happened, uh, right? By the way, Joe Boyd was his mentor, right? Yeah, yep. Okay, but what what did happen? I mean, you know, he you know he well he was suffering from depression and he did not like the medication, right? The you know the prescribed medication. Mm. So after his last record, Pink Moon, nineteen seventy two, apparently he dropped off the tapes. Went to his parents' house, and that was it. Went into seclusion. Did not oh, want to record anymore. Did not want to tour anymore. Did not want to, well, tour, he didn't, you know. I mean, right, right. Having him play a show would be, a, a you know, a little small miracle. Right. But he loved marijuana. Loved okay. it. Okay. All loved right. It. I saw a, um, I saw a documentary about him. Right, and it was called, um, you know, the, the the stranger or something. You know, the stranger right. we knew, Nick Drake or something right. like that. I'll I'll forward it to you if I. Uh, okay, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, and they, they talk to you know, his, his, you know, the neighbors and all these things, and like you know, wow, what a what a lovely guy. But anyway, thoughts of Mary Jane, marijuana. Mm. <laughs> Here's another one. You know, and you know, it's just uh, and what? No, no, it's. Just, I can tell it's beautiful already, you know, just with the little. Uh... <laughs> That's his friend from Cambridge who he brought in to do that little orchestration. Nice. Who can know the thoughts of Mary Jane? Why she flies? Goes out in the rain Where she's been And who she's seen In her journey To the stars Man Who can know what wow. Did you hear that diminished little thing that he went to? Yeah. Like, yeah, wow, what a great chord change, right? <laughs> How does that happen, Perry? You're the uh, guitar when, player. <laughs> as I, I keep saying, I've told many people this, tune, set your guitar to an alternate tuning, you will write a song right away in five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. I've done it's, it. I did it. I you know, yeah. after getting into this Nick Jake thing, I'm like, I mean I've changed the tuning on my guitar sure. many times in the past. But anyway, I did it recently. I did a double drop D, the high E and a low E go down to D. Right. Wrote a song right away. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've got one more sample of a Nick Jake song. This one's called Cello Song. So you know it's gonna Cello be song. purdy. It's gonna be purdy. Yeah. Cello song. Cello song. Nice. Very English. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, each one of the records has its own charms and five leaves left. That's why I like that. You know, there's a lot, a, a lot more instrumentation in it, which is yeah. great in its own way. And we all know Pink Moon, how great that is in its own way. It's really it's really special. You know, it's a reoccurring theme we have on the show. You know, uh, Nick Drake and The Replacements and Big Star right. and, you know, these people that just influence so many, so many and, people. And it's it, never it's reflected just, in the sales or the tours or the well, shows. There's, I'm glad you mentioned that point. Because all three of his records combined right. did not sell 5,000 copies. Really? Yeah. So can you imagine that? So, of course, yeah. now there's the resurgence. And, um, sure, sure. In 1979, there was a, a compilation put out called Fruit Tree. And it had okay. all of his all of his recordings on there, and it gave you know every you could reassess and re-listen to it and uh, those kind of things. But yeah, so I mean, I have records too, right? That you know who knows they who knows what they sold like you know what who has a collection of only million multi-million selling records <laughs> exactly. you know like what is that is this is this plj 95 you know we're like, yeah all right Let's we know go you got boston wall. yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean uh. Yeah, I pride myself on having these records and only sold a few thousand copies. Exactly. And, That's what right? makes collections unique. You know, it's not everybody had Boston for Christ's sake, but you know, right. um, you know, everybody in everybody's record collection and mine wasn't too extensive, but you know, as well as I do, there's some nuggets in there and everybody had those. Everybody had those, you know? So yeah, I yeah. bought these Nick Drake uh, records. Um, I bought um, five leaves left and uh, pink moon. Wow! Yeah, um, yeah. The 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 island reissues for CD. So they're pretty. You know, the original guys reengineered it. Yeah. And everything like that. Still for what is it? You know, the, Joe signed Boyd. Signed as a twenty year old, by the way. Twenty years old signed for Island Records. Really? Twenty years old. Yep. Jeez. Yeah. Good stuff. Nick Drake. And, and the depression got to him. So uh, you know, in the end, but you know, it's quite a common tale. But you know, let's let's keep it upbeat, man. So uh, All right. yeah, that was a little <laughs> Nick Drake thing. I mean, those are melancholy songs, but you're in you a know, safe place. Bro. I get in these heads. I get in my headspace, man. Sure. It's like I, I want to hear the melancholy. Yeah. You know, I want to yeah. hear that. And you know, it, it it it's so cliche, but it's just pure music. You know, it's like, especially man in his guitar. He's just everything's coming out of him. Man. Yeah, and the you finger know. picking too. <laughs> All right, so, very good opening. Yeah, yeah, Nick Drake. So how about we go into? Uh... Wait a minute. Hey, hey, I know that song. Whoa, 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 whoa. wait a minute. Hey, I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know that song. Hey, I know that song. Yeah, so let's. I have a couple snaps there now. Let's okay. explain okay. to the listeners out there, any new listeners, <coughs> excuse me, that Tom and I do this. We're like, there's so many songs that as soon as you hear the opening riff, oh, yeah. you know immediately what song yeah. it is. There, how many songs have you heard? Like, I don't know what it is. It's kind of four minute intro. You know what I mean? Exactly. Honky Tonk Woman or whatever, you know. Whatever it's like, it may be. But, hey, I know that song. It's like, but the way it used to be is like, as soon as you heard, the opening, any opening note, you knew exactly yeah. what, for instance, yeah. Hard Day's Night, Ching, oh. right? You know what it is, right? <laughs> 
And that's spelled C H I N G. Ching. He's unleashed. So let's hear this one. Okay. And, uh, let's see. The people out there will know what it is, as okay. you will, Tom. Ready? I'm ready. Two, three. Hey, I know that. <laughs> Turn it up. Now, I'm not a big Southern rock guy. Nah. But I always like that song because you can tell it's a Stratocaster, first off. Right. You can tell that's a Fender Stratocaster. I can tell that's a Fender Stratocaster. And yeah. I just like that. I just like that was a great intro to a song. Well, right? Perry, you know, and, you know, everybody likes that. If you're a music fan, you know, when you have a little perspective on everything, you love all those guitars jamming away. And, and, and like we said before, rock music from the 70s is so great because it's all just stuffed on tape and it's real and it's layered. And right. It's, yep. it's, a, yeah. it's a gut punch. So I know that I, song. I'm not, I never had a Leonard Skinner record, but I always really? liked the intro to that song. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, here's another one. As soon as you hear it, uh, let's just say many people will know what this is right away. The people who listen to Billie Eilish might not know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, but you know what? We're not 12-year-old girls, so let's let this go. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> hey, I know that I know song. That song. <laughs> I know that song. I've got rapid eye movement. <laughs> now, Tom, yes, this band holds a special place in our collective hearts. Of course, right? Absolutely. Yes. It's fading out. Yeah, R-E-M. And it's, still, and it's still in Asbury. I mean, I have to say that our little circle was the biggest R-E-M fans in the world. I mean, we were so we were into even, them. We even started a band jokingly called <laughs> The Remainders. Readers. But the, the first first letters were R-E-M capital. <laughs> oh, Barry. Am, am I wrong? You are not wrong, sir. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> Exposed to the world for once and for all. Yes, we did do that. <laughs> we hammered out poor versions of REM classics with so much fun, man. Was that the truth or what? Oh my God. <laughs> want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I can handle the truth, Tom. I can barely I handle love anything. REM, always have. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Not a week goes by that I don't stuff one into the CD player, man. Not a, you know, I'm not going to lie in every day. That was an everyday occurrence. Yeah. REM. REM, absolutely. In your life. Absolutely. Barry, I can tell you right now, as late as 2008, I told you this when, uh, what's that, um, Accentuate? What was that one from 2008? That excellent REM record? Uh, Accelerate. Accelerate. Yeah. That was in my CD player in the, in the Toyota for like nine months. Every day I listened to that. That's how great that CD was. And I had, you know, I had a million CDs in that car. I listened to that every day. 
Oh God! Very cool. <laughs> now here's this one. Now this this band. Uh oh. Holds a special place in my heart too. Oh no, he's getting reclamped. I'm getting emotional lately. Perry, you're in a safe yeah. place. All right, and um, <laughs> I'm as here soon for you, as man. you hear, this is on a jukebox in Parkway Lanes Bowling Alley in Elmwood Park, New Jersey, on uh, Route 46. Stop it, Perry! And, as, and I played it all the time, man. So oh, man. here it is. As soon as you hear the opening riff, you know exactly what it is, people. Uh, ah! Man, I know that song. Oh, hell yes. That's all John Fogarty doing in the background. Really? Oh my God! Yeah, that's all him. Don't get us started on CZR again. First band I ever loved. Really? First band I ever loved as a twelve-year-old. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. But hey, I did know that song. Hey, like everybody else. How does it go? Hey, I know that song. <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> Wait a minute! I know that song. <laughs> Holy shit! Good stuff, Perry. Yeah, I've got another one. I just have to find it. Uh-oh. Okay, here we go. Here Uh-oh. we go. Here's another one. <coughs> this is a band that I know you absolutely love. Wait a minute. I'm trembling, Perry. <laughs> I love them too. But you are a fanatic oh, no. about this band. Oh, and no. as soon as you hear it, you'll know what it is. And I hope the people do too. Yes! Now, I heard that's the producer playing the cowbell. Yes. Right? Jim? Jimmy Miller? Jimmy Miller, yep. They were so cool. They were so cool. Oh, my God. It's going to fade out. Go, Keith, go. Oh, my God. Now, think about that. Tom, was that 1969? Yep. They were so much cooler than the Beatles at that point. (laughs) You know? I mean, they were. They were. I love the Beatles. Stand down, my man. I love the Beatles. They were so much cooler than them, though. They like absolutely. I bet you they were. The Beatles were impressed at how good the Rolling Stones actually were. The only way you can put it is they're just great in each each other's ways, and you know, the Stones' ways just happen to be cooler. Damn, man! Holy shit! So Jimmy Miller was playing the cowbell. But Perry, what's with that? What's with that guitar tuning? What's uh, is that the one with um? Keith tunes open G, I think. Okay. Open G. So, and you know what? You have to research it for yourself. But Keith, uh, 
I think a lot of listeners out there know that Keith tunes um, Open G. I th- well, he has many, many tunings. Right. Excuse me. But it never sounds that way when we play it. <laughs> right, because people who always want to play it, like, you know, I knew a guy when I, we were kids. I was like 14, and I was in this uh, – this guy Glenn, he was. Uh, I went to grammar <laughs> school with him, and he was a. He said, "I'm a drummer." I said, "Okay, you know, you want to you want to start a band?" So I go over to his house. He didn't have a drum set. Oh Jesus! So I had a song, and he had a brother Danny, who, uh, who like Danny plays guitar, man. But he played "Smoke on the Water" and bar chords. You know, like <laughs> bam, bam, bam. and like when you're 12 or 13, like that's fucking cool, man. He's great, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is great <laughs> oh cool stuff man oh my god but you realize years later like no that's not the way to play it you know <laughs> but it so that's so like cool, playing hon- so the point is i'm bringing i'm swinging it back around like playing honky tonk woman in a bar chord or you know open it you know in an oh, a bar man. you know it doesn't work man you know no yeah. no it doesn't work jesus so I think I've got another one, Tom, where you're going to go, hey, I know that song. I know song. that song. And uh, this was a big number. This was a pretty big number. But the riff, the riff is the king. The hook. Oh, yeah. What a great riff. Holy shit. I love when Steve Stills comes in to sing behind him. I'm going to let it go until then. I'll crop out to the change, but a stranger is putting the here comes Steve Stills in the back. I was down on the ground when the messenger brought me a letter. I was raised by the praise of a fan who said I upset her. That was Buffalo Springfield. Oh my God. Doing a Neil Young song. Upgrade all right. those guys. So Neil Young wrote that riff. That is one of the greatest rock riffs ever. Oh my God! You know this is so cool. Buffalo Springfield. Those, those two records are excellent. Um, isn't it amazing how these guys just couldn't stay in a band for more than a couple of years with each other or anybody yeah, because yeah. they're restless. They have to keep moving. Oh my on. God! You know they and have to. So I, I I almost admire that. I don't think it's absolutely. So fluky, Looking you know? back on it now, it's like why pigeonhole yourself into doing something you don't want to do? You know, right? That's why he was. You know, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Then it's Crosby, Stills, Nash, and uh, right. The cool thing is that he didn't want, and he's right. You know, you heard that story about Neil Young when they were at Woodstock, right. and he's it, like. And he's saying to himself, what the fuck are these assholes doing on stage with cameras? You know? Uh-huh. Like, go off stage, set them up, and film it that way. We were walking around the stage. So he couldn't stand that. <laughs> so he didn't want to be filmed. He Good said, fan. I don't want to be part of this silliness, you know? <laughs> silliness. So, yeah. So in the intro, in the intro of the, I heard Neil Young interviewed, and he said this. He says, in the intro, if you listen closely in the movie, it says, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and they blanked out Young. Because really? He didn't, yeah, because he didn't want to. Uh, okay. Yeah. And like, yeah, what's with the guys roaming around the stage know, with cameras, dude, you know? It's, yeah, yeah. 
Tom, I got a classic riff coming up. You're going to be like, do it. I know that song. Do it. Everyone knows this song. I love it. From 15 years old to 80 years old. Here we go. No (laughs) need to say anything else, Tom. Okay. Hey, I know that song. I might not know what it's called, but I know that song. I know that song. I used to play this on my five-string guitar. And this is what, the late 1950s? Is it? Link Ray. Link Rumble. Ray, so it's called oh Rumble. It's been used in movies, TV shows. Rumble, Link Ray. Yeah, Link, oh, Ray Link Ray, yep. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that song's called Rumble. I think it might have been 58, 59, something like that. Hey, Perry, he's not from Tulsa, is he? I don't know. Well, he's he's uh, gone now. He's, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, He died, Link Ray. Uh, what a great song. Now, hey, I've got I know another, that song. I've got another one. This one does not have a guitar riff. Oh. But you'll be like, hey, I wait, how does it go, Tom? Hey, I know that song. <laughs> I know that song. You know what that reminds me of? The the, the movie I saw recently was I, I watch it every year. Robert what? Redford, uh, Three Days of the Condor. No shit. And near the end of the movie, he goes to this guy's house in Washington, the CIA guy, you know? Yeah. And the, the assassin comes in, which is um uh, you know, I can't think of his name at the moment, but anyway, he goes. They didn't know you'd be here. I knew you'd be here. <laughs> hey, I know yep. that song. Yeah. He was the, who's the the European actor? He played Jesus at one point. Big tall guy. Three oh, names. Uh, I don't know, man. I can't think of it. I'll think of it later. But let's it play this song out. and you will go, I I know that song. <laughs> hey, hey, tall guy with three names. Oh yeah. I know this song. I heard this on the radio. Written by Randy Newman, I believe. Is it really? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on lights, cause I don't want to see. Oh, that's great. Let's that's great. Add to this room. <laughs> now, that, that song was written by Randy Newman. Really? Yeah. Yep. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. I loved hearing those Street Dog Night songs on the radio. Oh, jeez. Loved them. And um, let's see where we are, Tom. I, got an, I have a couple of more of you going to be like, hey, man, I got one more. Okay, one more. And as soon as you hear it. I know that song. Okay. And this is this is a more contemporary one. It's okay. Probably like only from thirty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it a rip. Ready? I'm ready. Hey, I know that song. Hey, I know that song. <laughs> I know that song. I lay lost at sea. 
It's going to fade out. Oh, Perry, the police. Now, you, I have, I have mixed feelings about the police. I know everybody. You, you, everybody you, you does. You love Perry. them. You've seen them actually, right? Seen them a number of times. You seen? You, I, in fact, you saw REM on the bill. Yes, I did. With yes, the police I at did. a football stadium, right? Uh, who's that? You saw REM open for the police. I think somewhere, didn't you? No, no, that was at Shea. Shea that was stadium. at Shea Stadium, huh? Yeah, wow. I didn't go to that show. I saw REM at uh, Radio City Music Hall, though first row. Thank you. But anyway, no, get back wow. to the police. <laughs> wow. Get back to the police. Everybody has mixed feelings about the police because, you know, I was super, we were super into the police. Me and my friend George Fellner, Vernon, yep. everybody was into the police. Those first two records, so Proud good. To say I know yeah. both of them, by the way. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> Mutual friends, friends of yep. the show. Um, we were so into them. And then, you know, they took over the world. You know, they, they got they that They conquered the world. They conquered yeah, the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is not, you know, that's not a bad thing. And I guess they did it with as much dignity as you can drum up, you know, because they didn't stick around afterwards. You know what? What? What I kind of grasped though, and I kind of grabbed it from watching some of their videos. Like they kind of annoyed each other. Hell yes! You, you know, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The um, the guitar player has a really good documentary on Netflix. <laughs> Andy if you Summers, get a chance, yeah. I, I oh, may have seen really it. Good, I may have seen man, it. Yeah, really good. Yeah, he's a photographer, he, by the way, too. So he took oh, a lot does, of right. Yeah. Yep. But the point is, you're exactly right. They had a lot of creative um, tension and personal tension that, you know, not like they were at each other's throats, but it, it, I know exactly what you mean. You know, it was good for the music, though. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the little bit, it, it, it helps. A little bit of tension helps. You know, I suppose, yeah, it's just the way it is, right? I mean, yeah. uh, you and I have been in a band together, right? And, uh, Absolutely. you know, like, you you, you, know, you said to me one time, Perry, what the fuck you smoking so much so many cigarettes for? Cut it out, man. You know, <laughs> you have to smoke between every song. You know, it's true, man. You didn't want to keep jamming, right? The the other famous quote is Perry. I was talking to my brother the other day. I said, Yeah, I used to say about Perry because Perry famously for the listeners of the show, we were so down on our luck. I was living in this tiny little basement thing. Perry actually had an apartment with an extra room. So I said, I said, Perry lives like an Arab sheik. Like an Arab sheik, yeah. Well, that was, in fact, that place was huge. It had a couple extra rooms. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I love that place. We had good times there, man. But, yeah, so that was our little, hey, I know that song. I know that song, man. <laughs> good time. So, Tom, I have a little trivia question here for you. Oh, my God. I'm ready. It's, uh, well, I guess it's going to be it's going to be multiple choice. Okay, okay, I'm ready for that. One, uh, you know that uh, I'm not a fan of this person either. Oh, but no. But anyway, Jimmy Buffett, his okay. followers are called parrot heads. Got it. Right? Okay. You've heard that term before, parrot heads, right? I have, I have. One member of the Eagles dubbed them parrot heads. Parrot heads. There was a member of the Eagles Let me take a guess. dubbed Jimmy Buffett followers parrot heads. Can you okay. guess that member of the Eagles? Okay. Um, K 
can I can I ask a qualifying question first? Of course, yeah. Is he a member of the original Eagles or you know the later Eagles? Well, you're going to get it right away, <laughs> Joe he, Walsh. He, no, he's a member of the Eagles Phase Two, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh no, maybe Phase Three. Really? Yeah. So it's not Joe Walsh. No. Uh. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the country guy playing guitar and singing. Um, um, Vince Bernie Gill? Bernie Ledden? No. Who is it? Timothy B. Schmidt. Oh, you're kidding. Dubbed the uh, followers of Jimmy really? Buffett Heads. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yep. All right. All I don't right. know you why. You got me, Furry. I should have got that. I, he got you. He got you. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Tom, did you ever, uh, like, uh, remember when we were kids and you wanted to go to a concert? You had a yes. ticket guy, right? I'm sure you yes. did. I had a ticket guy, too. You right. know, like, yeah, give Bobby 25 bucks yep. and he'll get a bunch of people. T- everybody gives him 25 bucks. Yep. He's got $400 and he's going to get tickets. Absolutely. Right? Just like that guy in uh, Fast Times at Ragemont High. Where were you? I was yes. working in the subway. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy like that, and uh, okay. wasn't always successful either. You got ripped off sometimes too. Okay, you know, um, you know, uh, I've signed. I've said in prior show, Vernon used to be our guy to get tickets. Somehow Vernon would get tickets. Vernon so Perone, like, yeah, yeah, Vernon Perone, friend of the friend show, of the show. Of the absolutely. Show. Yep. Um, and uh, we were talking the other day about the first concert I went to, Kiss, nineteen seventy-seven, Madison Square Garden. Really? Yes. Perry, don't you know he dug out the stub? Oh, he yeah. dug out I, the ticket yeah. stub from that concert. Are you freaking kidding me? 1970. Guess how much it cost? We were sitting on the floor of the garden. Eight ninety eight. It was seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In it fact, we had we had Vernon on the show one yeah. time. Uh, one time so far, and he was talking about he has all these ticket stubs. Yeah, like yeah, he can find them from all he these can, shows. Uh, you guys amazing. Yeah. I, you know, I want to say, don't quote me on this. I want to say he has like 300 ticket stubs. Well, but it's amazing. But anyway. Interesting now, like, you know, you give the guy in the 1970s, maybe even the early 80s, you give the guy 25 bucks, 25 oh my God. bucks for a fucking ticket. Oh, my ticket. God. Now yep. they're 400. They're, oh, well, you know, eight, Jesus. Eight, you know, 1,000 for a Bruce Springsteen ticket or something <laughs> like that. To sit in the last row of some giant cavernous thing. Now, I'm not a, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm anything but a purist or any, a snob or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. But Jesus, man, that's not music to me. You know, no, it's not. It's uh, commerce. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to be that hard on it. You know, it's, you know, the guy's in his 70s. He only tours because he wants to. I understand that. But, you know, do you have to bring every friggin' dollar out of it? You know, a lot of it's not him. It's right. the speculation and tickets. Well, they will say they can't control that. Right. Just like but, Taylor Swift a couple of weeks ago. What do you mean? What happened with Taylor Swift a couple of weeks ago? Well, you know, Ticketmaster or whoever, you know, whatever Monopoly runs tickets, I don't know who it is. Yeah. Um, they crashed because every, you know, every Swifty in the world wanted to go to this concert. So it was millions Swift, and millions and millions. they're called Swifties? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know this? Perry, <laughs> no, come on. Perry had Swifties. That makes exactly, sense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a theme. But um, yeah, Swifties. so I guess it I like crashed, that. you know, and part of it was these automatic bots that like sucks Hoover up tickets. So th- there's no good yeah, way to do it. They're online you know? scalpers. Yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep. There's, there's, there's just no, there's no. And then what they know. do is they, they put the tickets online for resale 
yeah. at an exorbitant price, of course. So, And, you know, the artists try and do so many things, like Springsteen, I, I think. Now, don't quote me on any of this stuff again when I'm hearing the nuts yeah. and bolts. But, uh, like, if you're, you know, fan club members or if you spend so much buying swag or something like that, you get a certain preference, which, you know, seems fair to me. Like, if you're a super fan, I think you should have access before the casual. Sure, yeah. I mean, you know. But anyway, yeah. But we used to get tickets by Rook or by Crook, and, you know, just talking about paper tickets we sound like we're a thousand years old <laughs> we are a thousand yeah. years old but you know no no really yeah because uh, you know i've been to uh, that place in englewood where like yeah, the tickets are online you print them yeah it's like going to the yankee game you know what if i don't have a cell phone you know it's like jesus come on man well you need 500 bucks to go to a yankee game anyway you know uh, well the last time we went we, went we had a great time we went in uh night 2019 and we rented a suite and it cost everybody I want to be fair here. I think it was 170 bucks, and apparently it was a good day out. It was a good day out. <laughs> I got to say, it was a good day. Didn't even have to use my AK. My AK. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> so how about, Tom, you know, you and I like to do these. Uh, yeah. We love to listen to cover songs. Always. Always, and, sir. You know, there's, I mean, it, it's endless how many really covers is. are it out really there. Is. It really is. And so, even the same uh, song covered like you know fifty different times, you know it's oh it's, yeah, it's great. And it's been and it's been done, yeah, and it's always been that way, and it's a time honored tradition, you know. <laughs> For instance, the song I'm about to play, oh yes, that um, it's a Rolling Stone song, and okay. many people have recorded this, but well, let's just do uh, this version here, and then we'll see what our response is afterwards. Okay, okay, so this will be Devo. I mean, the people out there, I'm curious about the listeners, too, but uh, you and I, what would you consider that? To, what kind of cover would you consider that being? Okay. A shitty okay. one, a cool uh, one? Or, uh, or strange. Our, our categories strange. are shitty, cool, and strange. Yeah. And for this one, I'm going strange, Barry. I'm going strange. I'm going strange as well. You know, you yeah. know, I, it, it's just, it's borderline between cool. You know, it really is. I, it's it far from shitty. Is. Don't get me wrong. It, you're Don't right. Wrong. You're right. Yeah. It's far from shitty, yeah. but I, I just can't go into cool thing. It, it's a little novelty-ish for me. And, you know, like uh, in past episodes of the show, uh, uh, the novelty kicks it for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind hearing that. I, no, I never did, fine. right? It's fine. But yeah. it's, it, 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 it's uh, yeah, it is strange. It's, yeah, it's strange. strange. It's, that shit's is weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got, I have to find another one here. Where is it? Let's see, Tom. Okay. I'm looking for it here. Uh, let's see. It's here. I know I have it. But anyway. Okay. You know, the guy is, who, um, um, you know, the guy who drums for Devo recently. Yeah. 
when they've toured is the same guy who plays with Westerberg. Uh, what was his name? Josh Freeze. You told me that. Yeah. He's yeah. A great, he's like, you, you know, you mentioned it, that name in the past. Yeah. He was talking about it a couple of years ago. And he's like, yeah, that's my main game. If they want to tour, I'm their drummer. You know, it's like, it's interesting. He's played that with everybody. Cool. This guy. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. So let's play another cover. All right. And see uh, what we feel about this. I know, I pretty much know what the consensus is going to be on this. Oh, no. The the original band you have mentioned to me on multiple occasions, and I'm familiar with the original band. So let's just Uh, let it ride. Let it do it. Give me that thing. on my back the oh, equals yes. yes the equals featuring the original the great... version of that song written by eddie grant eddie grant right? yes sir yep, yes yep. I, i'm voting cool perry i am voting super cool man <laughs> i love that song super cool i love yeah. both versions of that song i really like that class version i really do i I've love it i that. love yeah. it and the original version is fantastic yeah, yeah i just got into that recently yeah yeah good deal that's a yeah, cool yep now, uh, I've got another cover here. Let's right. see how you feel about this one. Okay. Not going to, uh, okay, let's just, uh, let's do it. Here she goes. Cowboy Chunky is doing uh, Velvet Underground, yeah. Sweet Jane. Uh-huh. How do you so, feel about that? What would your review of that be? Shitty? Hate cool. it. Hated I'm, it. I'm doing a shitty, man. I'm sorry. I mean, so, no offense. Yeah, don't apologize, Tom, because I'm no, going with you. It's double shite. <laughs> no it's, offense to Cowboy Junkies. Good band. I mean, they have other really good songs, but I don't know about that, man. The song, the, the original sleep. song I'm isn't one of my favorites. I'm now, God damn it. Just from that, <laughs> just from that fucking 30-second sample, man. Jesus. Have Jesus some more milk Christ. and listen to two minutes of that, yeah. Holy shit. I, mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the original song. I, maybe I, I'm, you know, 
don't kill me Bubba with underground people cowboy but, punkies <laughs> yeah <laughs> what was that <laughs> jesus that was yeah. fucking boring man yeah no yeah. no it's just you know i, That's I don't as boring know. as some pink floyd stuff oh like, hey there whoa <laughs> he'll be here all week no, no, that's that's a shitty for me. So we're, we're doing the spectrum here tonight, Barry. That was double shite, yeah, double yep. shite. Yep. Cowboy junkies doing the Lou Reed song from the Velvet Underground, "Sweet Jane." Yeah. Okay, let's let this one go here, Tom. Let's see what okay. the review's going to be. Okay, okay no right. explanation necessary. Feels <laughs> like. Tom, <laughs> how do you feel about "Knocking on Heaven's Door" by Guns N' Roses, the Bob uh, Dylan song? I, I got to stay out of Perry's gunfire here, but uh, uh, I, I don't like that Perry. I'm not going to go so far as say it's shitty, but I don't like it. Uh, you know, I, well, I then just, it's uh, shitty. It's okay. Shitty. It's yeah. shitty. I, it's I don't shitty. like it. Come on, I, man. I, you know, you know what? I like the band, Guns N' Roses. The band is good. Yeah, the I like Guns N' Roses. Singer ruined the fucking song. Okay. You know that fucking pussy. That, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Perry. <laughs> go, that Perry, go. Fucking pussy Axel Rose. Now, why is that, Perry? Because he sucks as a singer. He can't <laughs> his he can't inflect a song. Yeah, I don't know what that I don't know what he's that registry is going for. He's such a narcissist that he Ooh. thinks knocking on heaven, dow wow, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Like, oh yeah, you think people like <laughs> oh, what a genius this no, fucking guy no, is! You no, know, like he's no Rod Stewart, man. <laughs> you know, he's he's not a. Fu- I don't know, dude. You know, no, I I I thought that was I don't know. They were at their most self indulgent then, and you know, it's just uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people liked it. it. Wasn't it a movie soundtrack or something stupid? You know, they were uh, everywhere. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. uh, it was not one of my favorites. Okay, Barry, let's not, not end on this shitty. Tell me you got another one. <laughs> oh, I got a couple more. Okay, Absolutely. Okay, okay. Now, I let's let, let this shitty. one go. Uh, English band. Okay. Right? Doing a Beatles song. Okay. Susie and the Banshees. I've heard this. Yeah, yeah.
And the reason we let it go like almost a minute is so we can actually hear it. Exactly. I don't hear a, a snippet of that. And give a good review. So that's Susie and the Banshees. Right. Do, excuse me. Doing Beatles, Dear Prudence. Okay. So, Perry, I've always liked Susie Sue. And, you know, anybody who does a Beatles song automatically gets a pass because you're never going to really, you know, so you got to put your own little spin on it. On this one, I'm going to give it a strange because it's definitely in her style, her band. And, uh, you know, I liked it. Yeah. I didn't love I, it. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going to give it a cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. I like right. it. I'm going to give it a cool. Yep. Okay. I'm going to give it a VC. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> it's a little off-putting to me. I don't know. I didn't like it, you know. I, I mean, I liked it. You know, the, uh, Right, right. Strange. Yeah. It's you strange. You don't have to you know? jump through hoops over the song. I got mixed right? feelings yeah. of it, you know. Yeah. Like I said, it's a Beatles song, so you can't, you know. Everyone gets a pass, you know. You should right. be able to and, swing and, for the fences for it, you know. Right. Who wants that's to hear "Hate You" done by the Beatles? That's only one cover of a song that's been covered right. probably a hundred times. Yeah, probably. Who else covered it? Right? Did, didn't Sheryl Crow cover that? Somebody else covered that. Uh, oh, I hope not. Fairly recently. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> She's not one of your favorites. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Well, uh, here we go, Tom. All right. This is a very, very, very famous song. Okay. Okay? I'm ready. Hey, I know that song. <laughs> Listen. Tina Turner review singing Credence Clue Revival's Proud Mary. Oh, what do you yes. think, Tom? Oh, Perry, it's a fucking masterpiece. I love that song. Uh, you know, it, it is super cool. It is super cool. <laughs> triple I, cool. Yeah, triple cool, yeah. man. Whether the I can't start just doing it, man. It's so, it's yeah. so great. It's so great. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't deny that, man. That is yeah, just, I just uh, recently saw a little thing on them on uh, that uh, Apple Plus um uh, documentary on the year 1971. It was great. It was friggin' great. Talk about pros. I mean, all the yeah, shit yeah. in the background between them. But whatever. When she's performing, oh my God, what a force of nature. Oh, yeah. And I just let the intro go. I didn't want, we didn't have to go into the right, review. Right. Don't, right. Did, we all know that. We've heard it a hundred times, you know. But that yeah. is super cool, man. That yeah. one, right? Very good cover. Very good cover. Yes. I think I've got one more time. One more. Okay. And we'll see. Uh, Here's um, a famous song by a famous singer covered by, um, here we go. All right. Tell me I'm fine. Love this night. 
So that's the Talking Heads doing Al Green's Take Me uh, to the yes. River. Yes. You know, Perry, um, I have to give this a cool. It's an excellent, excellent song and an excellent version by a band that I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a giant fan of David Byrne and Talking Heads. They're a good band. They're an excellent band. Yeah. But uh, I thought this was always, this is always a very, very excellent song. And the original really? is so cool. Yeah. You I really it cool? like it. I really yeah. like that. I always did. I'll, I'll give it a shitty. It just bugs the <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yes! It just bugs the shit out of me for some Doesn't reason. Does it really talk? Yeah, well, because I've heard the original version so much, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, I give that one a shitty. That's to me, that's All a right. shitty cover. Wow, Perry. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. I respect no, that. No, no fighting words. Just, yeah, uh, I respect you know. that, I guess. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, Tom, this was uh, this was uh, TPMS, Tom and Perry Music Show. show. Number and 12. If you like. Right? The Tom Perry Music Show. You can listen to us on Spotify. Yes. On Anchor. Yes. On Apple Podcasts. On, on Google Podcasts. On Amazon Music and Amazon Alexa as well. Yep. Wow. Thanks. Look for us yeah. and you'll find us, man. We just like to talk about music, have a good time, a couple chuckles, listen to a couple Absolutely. snippets. Absolutely. It was. A, it was a. It was, it was a gas, man. It was, it was a, a gas, 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 gas man. <laughs> so let's go, Tom. Let's go into our little closing theme here. Okay. And, uh, we'll. Uh, it's it good talking good, to man. you, Tom. Absolutely, Perry. It was good talking to you. Good night, everybody. Good night, and we'll see you next time from the Tom and Perry Music Show. Woohoo! This was show number twelve. Yeah. Farewell. Good night.